May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. One of my absolute favorite TV programs is the BBC's DIY SOS. It always follows pretty much the same format. A family somewhere, often people who've recently been through really hard times, is living in a house that just doesn't work for them anymore, or has maybe even become a bit of a disaster zone. Perhaps they need major adaptations because of the illness or disability of one of their family members. Or, even better, perhaps they've been let down by cowboy builders and they've been left with leaks coming through the roof and bits of plastic instead of proper windows to keep out the wind and rain. Nick Knowles and his core team arrive on site, listen to what the problem is, and then send the family away to a hotel for a fortnight or so. At this point, loads of neighbours and local tradespeople and businesses come together, bringing equipment, skill, helping hands, nice decorating stuff, artificial flowers, pictures, all sorts of furnishings. And together, the community makes the disaster house into a functional, beautiful, heartwarming home. The best bit of the show is, of course, the reveal. But not just because we get to see around the redeveloped home, which um, curious and nosy people like me really enjoy, maybe with new access or helpful facilities and little homely touches to lift the, the spirits and make the children's eyes light up with joy. No, this is the best bit for me, because we also get to see the family arriving back home after their exile to the hotel down the road, to be greeted by a whole community of people outside their front door, waving and smiling, and ever so keen to show off the results of their incredible and freely given labors. Tears are shed and not just on the telly. The result isn't just a transformed house, but a restored home. And the people inside and outside are no longer just neighbors who might have vaguely recognized each other when they passed in the street, but they're now a newly made community formed around the care that they've each shown in responding to this DIY SOS. I sometimes think of that image of all the DIY helpers standing, waving for the cameras, when I hear the words, those words that we just heard now from 1 Peter, about God's people being living stones, built up into a spiritual house to be a royal and holy priesthood and to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. In words which echo the Old Testament prophet Hosea, we're reminded that we are God's people, crafted together into Christian community, where we worship God, where we nourish each other in our faith, and where we care for each other, and where we meet God. 
During the last few weeks of our second lockdown, I've definitely enjoyed being able to watch various churches' online services. And I'm really glad that we've got that technology this morning to be able to be together with people in their own homes. Um, and while it's really lovely to be able to see into churches and remember the real wonder and peace of a church building, for me, it's even better to be able to see the small group of Christians who are coming together leading the service and know that many other people are watching with us at home online and that together, all of us, here or at home, we are the living stones that make up the church. In ancient times, objects that were firmly rooted in the earth were believed somehow to be living, um, even if they weren't plants or trees or things, even if they were stones. They were seen to have um, vitality and integrity because they properly belonged somewhere. And so it is with God's church. We are living stones because we belong in and care for the places where we're rooted and we're fed from the roots up by the presence of God with us in the word of God, which is the Bible, and in the body and blood of Jesus Christ, which we share together in communion. God calls us to love and care for his church and for his world. The kingdom of God isn't some distant idea, but is right here among us in church and in the world on the streets around us. We are called to put down roots and to live here in this world and to both worship and witness in anticipation that Christ will come again. When you are confirmed, for those of you who will be confirmed later this morning, you become one of the living stones of his church. You make a commitment to carry on worshipping God all the days of your life. You make a commitment to invite others to become disciples of Jesus and also allow their lives to be transformed by the love of God. And you make a commitment to do this by being a witness to the love of God in all that you do. Words won't be enough. What you're aiming for is to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in the world. We see what this looks like as Christians join together to feed people who are hungry. We see it when they care for people who are sick. We see it when they give shelter to those who are homeless and rootless. We also see what it looks like when whole communities come together to restore people's homes so that they have dignity and comfort again. D-I-Y-S-O-S. Wouldn't that be a great motto for the church? Providing practical ways to transform lives, enfolding people in God's love, bringing people home to God through Jesus Christ, who saves our souls. DIY SOS indeed. This Advent, maybe we are being pushed to look more deeply into the darkness and to acknowledge that many are sick and lonely and bereaved. We might notice that death and decay seem to be all around. 
We might even notice that the church itself is facing challenges, including around income and buildings. But whatever happens to human bodies and earthly buildings, we are still living stones. And however deep the darkness appears, it cannot overcome the light of Christ. We are a holy nation, God's holy people. We can find refuge and strength in the household of God. We can care for one another. We can live together in hope as we look for the coming of Christ's kingdom on earth. So today, as you make your commitment to God in confirmation, and as you come to support those who do, and as we all remember our own baptism, as we move through the season of Advent, remember that our calling is to worship God and to witness to God in words and action. As God's people, we are called out of darkness and into Christ's marvellous light. Let's keep on walking together in that light. Amen.